0: Every year in the NFL, it's a new team.
1: As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Beck. Today is August 23rd, 2021. We have 17 days to kick off. Incredible, unbelievable I am in amazement that it's right here, two two weeks, less than two, well, a little over two weeks, two and a half weeks.
0: Yes, uh, I can't wait to see some real football and not this preseason
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we got a good good podcast for you. We're going to uh, talk about the game, of course, uh, the debacle against Tennessee. Uh, then we got some Buccaneers news for you. We're going to cover some stuff. Uh, some. Trades and cuts and whatnot across the NFC South and with the beloved Buccaneers. But first, we've got to get to some fact checks and follow-ups. This is a tough one. All right. First one. Uh, fact check. We had a user, Ricky. Ricky Alfonsi, I'm probably saying his name completely wrong. How would you say it? Alphonse? I don't know. Okay,
0: But I, I don't know. I mean, just your propensity for butchering names. Yeah. <laughs> so you
1: know it's wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ricky. I think I can get yeah, that one right. I think we got that one uh, Ricky pointed out that Dick Vitale is not an NBA announcer. He is a college basketball announcer. So, Ricky, we do appreciate that. Thank you for doing the work for us. Mm-hmm. It's always nice. They make nice. our
0: jobs so much easier.
1: Yes. Well, you know, it would be nice if we didn't have any errors. That would be good. But when we do, we like to know Then it would
0: be a short podcast, I think.
1: Yes, yes. So
0: we wouldn't be opening our mouths. <laughs> we just wouldn't <laughs> talk. That's the only way we can have a
1: clean podcast. <laughs>
0: Error-free you know. show.
1: Yes. Okay, uh, the second follow-up it might be considered a fact check is that we were just totally wrong about the Tennessee game. Oh. Like, oof.
0: Like everything.
1: Yes. Yeah, so what were our predictions?
0: score prediction. Yes, Mine score predictions. was 17-16, yours was 20 to 16.
1: <laughs> Both of us picked the Bucks.
0: Ooh, awful.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's preseason, so we're getting we're we're working through things too, you know. Don't give us too hard I of a time.
0: Overestimated about it. our depth, I think.
1: Well, you know, we did get a few things right. Uh, Kinsey, number 12 with Tennessee. Yeah. Was great. He he, he whooped us. <laughs> he did. Uh <clears throat> We we had some good stuff. So what we're going to go right into the game. You know the the summary of the game. I rewatched it, took notes and everything. Molly rewatched the first quarter, I think.
0: Yeah, that was all I could stomach.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know the summary of it is the bad is that it was the same stuff we had last year: dropped passes, uh, missed tackles, poor special teams, horrible field position, and we beat ourselves. Oh, 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 and the refs sucked. Same stuff as last year, you know? Don't think we've really improved on any of that. (laughs) Now, the good is Mm -hmm. it's the same stuff as last year. Yeah. Because guess what happened last year? We went to the Super Bowl, and we won it.
0: I mean, I don't know how you argue with that.
1: Right? (laughs) You know, I'll take a beatdown in preseason. I'll I'll even take some losses. I'll take a beatdown by... The other teams during the year. As long as we get to the Super Bowl and win it, I don't care. So yes, our second and third stringers, uh, fourth stringers, we we went through the depth chart. Uh you know, they played like like our first stringers did the first half of last year. A lot of dropped passes, a lot of missed tackles. Uh the refs really didn't do a too good of a job in this game. You know, we'll get we'll get to all that here in a second. But, uh, you know, we, we beat ourselves. You know, when, when I watched it, I thought, man, you know, we don't, we're not looking too good. But maybe it's because Tennessee, you know, Tennessee whooped up on Atlanta. But so maybe, you know, they're just whooping our butts. But on rewatching it and, you know, anytime you rewatch these games, it's never as bad as you think it is. And it's never as good as you think it was. Uh, so watching this and mind you, I don't have the all 22. It was just a replay of the game. Yeah, you know, it was just us beating ourselves, you know, the interceptions and the fumbles and the the missed tackles and all. It wasn't anything special they did, you know. We we were bouncing it off our hands and off our helmets and, uh, you know, just not, you know, just beating ourselves. And and that's that's what happened last year. You know, generally when we lost, it was because we beat ourselves. So we'll get into it a little bit here. I was pretty surprised that we came out and our first series lineup, we had our all of our second stringers in there. Right tackle, we had Brad Seton, who didn't play last year. He opted out because of COVID.
0: I had completely forgotten mm-hmm. about that, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Yep,
1: number 62, Brad Seton. He played right tackle starting off. And I, I wonder, did he get a Super Bowl ring?
0: I don't know. That's I, a good question. Yeah.
1: I, I looked it up and I couldn't find anything. <clears throat> you know, I don't think he should. Yeah. I, me I mean, neither. just
0: absolutely. You,
1: he didn't play all year. He didn't, you know, he opted out. And that's what happens when you opt out. You take that chance.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So, but you know, if he did get one, I ain't going to be mad. So, anyhow, Brad Seaton started. Uh, Alex Kappa started at right guard. Now, these were our second stringers out there.
0: Well, B.A. said that he needed the reps mm-hmm. from coming off of injury. Yes. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, 60, Nick Leverett was our center.
0: Okay. Le- they speak pretty highly of him, uh, the other offensive linemen particularly this okay. preseason.
1: Good, good. Uh, left guard, Aaron Stinney. So Stinney went to left guard. Oh, okay. And uh, left tackle, Josh Wells.
0: Ugh.
1: Was that? <laughs> uh, the quarterback, we started off with Blaine Gabbard, of course. Running back, starting running back was Giovanni Bernard. Now he played most of the game. Uh, Really? Well, uh, Vaughn came in, and but those two kind of swapped out later in the game. They kept.
0: Are you sure? Because on the stat sheet, Giovanni Bernard only has one yard.
1: Yeah, he didn't carry a lot, Uh, but he was out there a lot. He was out there. Yeah, he was out there as a receiver quite a bit too.
0: Well, well, the stat sheet said he only had one target. Are you yeah, sure he dropped it? it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a third down.
1: Yeah. Third <laughs> three. Right off his hands. Yeah. Uh so Tennessee. Tennessee, however, had their starting defense out there. Really? Yes. Why? Don't know. Well. A, they had a couple of cornerbacks that were secondary or the were second string. But the there's a whole starting defensive line. And their linebackers were their starters. So it was their first string against our second string.
0: Their first string did not play the first week. And I think that's what we're getting with a weird preseason. I think everyone is Mm -hmm. kind of trying to work out what's the best model for Mm -hmm. this. And the Buccaneers said, okay, let's let everybody start the first week and the first series and then Mm -hmm. take this week off. But I think a lot, or many teams did the opposite. They let their first string take the first week off, played um a little bit the second week, and then, you know, third week, I don't know what everyone's going to do. I know we're going to play the full half. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just, I think if this is a permanent change, eventually I think the format is going to shake itself out and everyone's going to do the same thing across the board. But people are still, teams are still trying to figure it out now. So I think that's kind of what we're seeing.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree with you because we've watched a couple of games uh, preseason two where they had their starters out there Mm -hmm. for a couple of series. And we're like, what are they they doing? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Everybody's just trying to feel out what's going on and what to do. So we started off the first series with our second stringers. They started off with their first-string defense out there. Now, and they
0: have a good defense.
1: Yes, and uh, uh, we did good. We moved the ball down the field, and then on third and two, uh, Gabbert had that deep pass to Howard that bounced off his helmet and then bounced off his hands. <laughs> I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful pass. It was a great play design, too. And uh, you know, he just dropped it. Just bounced right. I mean, it was weird. That was a a weird one. That was almost as weird as that one where he caught it and then it went behind his back. Was that last year? Went behind his back? No, that was
0: with Jameis. He did that to Jameis.
1: And then it was an interception because he somehow got behind his back? Yes.
0: I don't know what is wrong with him. Like He has the weirdest stances when he catches balls sometimes.
1: Yes, and he's kinda an unusual attitude out there too. I was noticing watching this game, he just wasn't hyped up. He was just kind of moping around. He didn't interact with any of the players. You know, always look for that. And, you know, he was just almost like he was mailing it in almost. It was weird. Uh we got messages during the game from people saying they were at the game and they were like, <laughs> Everybody is pissed at OJ Howard.
0: Yeah. Uh well, he gave up a sack too. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know how many drops he hit. Let me look at the drops. But he also gave up a sack, and you're just like, come on, dude, mm-hmm. what are you? Okay, he had six targets and three receptions, so he dropped three. Yeah, half of them.
1: Mm-hmm. And on that sack, we'll get into that later. Yeah he he got beat, and then he just sat there and watched the guy. And the guy hit. I think it was at that time. I think it was Griffin, and Griffin fumbled the ball. And luckily, w- w- Watford fell on it. But the whole time, Howard was just standing there watching it.
0: I just I don't so. like his attitude. I think he's had a bad attitude for a couple years now. Yeah. There were rumors a few years ago that he wanted to be traded. Mm-hmm. He didn't get traded. You would think that attitude would change when you get the goat and y'all win the Super Bowl. But
1: well, here we you, are. Here it is. You get drafted 19th in the first round. Everybody makes a big you know to do about it. Uh, he comes in and cutters offense and he's just lighting it up and then he gets hurt. And then the next year he lights it up again, he gets hurt. And then the next year, Gronkowski comes in and takes his job. You know, so you know, and then he gets hurt again. So, you know, he might be like, Just get me out of this place. I just, you know, he, he wants to go somewhere where he could be a starter, you know, and you know, not maybe not get hurt so much.
0: Well, <laughs> according to the depth chart, he is a starter.
1: Yeah, it's because we got two tight ends starting. Yeah. But at this pace, it wouldn't surprise me if they put Breit.
0: They should. Breit has earned it.
1: Yeah. So anyhow, you know, we moved down the field pretty good against their first-string defense with our second-string offense. Uh, But then that happened, and we ended up punting the ball. Uh, But they had their first-string punt returner back there, Chester Rogers. And if you remember, they just lit us up all night long and. Kick and punt returns, uh, so then their first offensive series, they put their second string offense out there. Now they did a weird thing where they had number five Woodside, their quarterback. He played like up into the third quarter, I think. You know, I mean, he played the whole first half, and then they switched out with number uh, on, the.
0: Matt Barkley.
1: Matt Barkley. And he played for a series, and then Woodside came back in.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's a weird way to do it.
1: Yeah, it was very strange. And then Barkley came in for a couple passes, and then Woodside came back in for the rest of the game. It was very strange. I couldn't figure out what the heck they were doing over there. I don't think they knew what they were doing over there. Except whooping our butts.
0: Yeah, and the quarterbacks had crazy passer ratings. Matt Barkley had 134.1, and... Logan Woodside had 139.6, so they did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Woodside went 7 for 8 for 64 yards and a touchdown. Mm. And Barkley had, went 12 for 16, 115 yards, two touchdowns. So,
1: mm. Yeah.
0: But they did give up three sacks.
1: Yeah, we were getting to them, but our secondary wasn't doing their job. Or linebackers, a lot of their stuff was over the middle. You know, linebackers were getting torched. Uh, so then, you know, our first defensive series, we had our second-string defense out there. But we got a lot of guys that have a lot of experience on our second, you know, on our defensive line. Uh, O'Connor, Nacho, uh, McClendon, you know. I mean, these guys have been playing for a long time or slash they have got a lot of reps with first-string defense throughout the years. So... Uh, we, we got some uh, – we held them to a three and out in their first offensive series. And uh, – so that was that was promising. You know, our first string – our second string offense against their first string defense, we moved the ball down the field a little bit. And then our the second string defense against their second string offense, we held them to a three and out. So – that was good. It's good to see that. Uh, then the refs just totally screwed up. <laughs> the kick returned. Called 43 Cockerel on for holding.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah, and they, they didn't replay it that I remember. You know, they're, they're, this is preseason, so the replays are absolutely atrocious. Sometimes they show them, sometimes they don't. Sometimes when they do show them, it's one time. And just from one angle. So, from what I saw, it didn't really look like he held the guy, but I couldn't see him when he was off camera, so I couldn't see what happened there. And they didn't replay it that I saw. So, to me, it looked like a ticky-tacky call. And we had a pretty decent run back on that. And it ended up taking us back and giving us horrible field position. Now, we had horrible field position all night long. I think we had one series where we started off uh, in their their, – On their side of the field. rest of the time, we were, you know, starting off on our five-yard line or six-yard line, stuff like that.
0: Which is funny because I'm looking at the return yardage. And on kick returns, Keyshawn Vaughn got a total of 31 yards, a 22-yard long. Mm -hmm. And then punt returns, Jalen Darden had three for 34 yards, a 19-yard long. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, our field position was terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where stats all fool you. There,
0: I know exactly. Yeah, you look at that,
1: and you go, "Hey, they did all right." Yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of upset that we didn't get to see uh, Narden get to do. He he did a couple of returns, but a lot of times it, it was kicked out of bounds, mm-hmm. or you know, he had to fair catch it and stuff like that. So we didn't get to see a whole lot from him. Uh, so anyhow, the second offensive series for Tennessee, they had their second string out there, and uh, that's when a. Uh, I don't know, I got... our sec- No, our second offensive series, Tennessee had their second string defense out there.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Kappa gave up a horrible, horrible sack. Oh,
0: God.
1: Yes. He, got, he looked totally confused, like he didn't know who he was supposed to block, and he actually spun around by himself. He didn't get pushed or nothing. He just spun around like he was looking for somebody to block, and when he spun, the guy he was supposed to block went right past him. Yeah. No. And it was straight to the quarterback, yeah, so... Bruce Arian said that the competition between Kappa and Stinney is close. It might be because of that play. Because you look at that and you go, whoa, you can't do that. You know, that would have got Tom Brady killed.
0: Well, I was shocked that he even said that in the press conference. It yeah. was not on my radar whatsoever. Mm-hmm. never thought that Kappa would be at risk of losing the job. B.A. did say it's his job to lose.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'll start. But.
0: I do, too. I don't... Uh, but, I i mean, I'm happy that we have Stinny and he's mm-hmm. a great... I mean, he did great in the playoffs. And thank God, because offensive linemen, as we've talked about before, so hard to find a good one, even just a mediocre one, as we've seen mm-hmm. in the play... Or in the preseason. Yes. So, I'm glad that we have him. Uh, I would rather Kappa not lose his job, though.
1: So yes.
0: That would be a little...
1: Yeah, Kappa's is tough. That's what I like about Kappa, man.
0: Yeah, well, and I feel like that group is very tight, and I don't think that you should shake up that dynamic.
1: Not if not if you can help it. Exactly. Uh, Then seventy nine O'Connor, he played great.
0: Oh, he killed it! Oh, he was killing. He might have secured his job, which I didn't even think that he his job was up for grabs, but. Uh,
1: he was just destroying I those know. guys out there. I mean, he was beating just about everybody they put in front of him. Uh, 22 Hamilton, he had a couple of good plays. He had a good tackle for a loss. That was a nice one.
0: I like him. Apparently, he is a veteran and played mm-hmm. for the Chiefs. Yep. yep. Did we touch on that? Mm-hmm. In a pro- I had forgotten about it, and then I saw it on Twitter today, and I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a, a TFL and a pass defense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he, did, he wasn't out there a lot either. You got his snap counts. No, I don't have this now, counsel. So. Okay. Uh Tennessee second offensive series again. 3 and out. The <laughs> me and you talked about the assistant strength and conditioning coach. What's her name? I can't pronounce her name. Merrill. Merrill.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Okay, last name. Okay, yeah. I'll just go with Merrill. Yeah.
1: We talked about that for two podcasts. And yeah. then in this game, this is the first time where they didn't we saw her, like, twice, and she was back and she in the back. she was
0: yelling at somebody, and I think that – and it was, like, kind of in between a play, and there were a ton of guys on the sideline, you know, yeah. kind of near the white line. So I think she – there's a good possibility she's the get-back coach.
1: But maybe for the whole team, you know, because she did look like she was yelling at guys, but I, I – I couldn't tell if yeah. she was yelling at him to get off the field or get behind the line or whatever. Whatever but it was, it was so strange that she just wasn't around Arians at all after we pointed, you know, made this big <laughs> deal about it. I was like, I seriously?
0: Know. Like y'all are trying to prove us wrong? Now mm-hmm. okay.
1: yeah, that we
0: got people looking for it, and they're like, y'all don't know what you're talking about.
1: I know. Yeah. Makes <laughs> us. They just want to make us look bad. Yeah. Uh Buck's third offensive series: Gabbert, Leverett. The center fumbled the snap. I don't know what happened there. They didn't replay it. We didn't get a good. Oh, my gosh. Series. Ralph, uh,
0: we had. I did not know this until I just looked at the stat sheet. We had six fumbles. Six.
1: Yeah, we fumbled a lot. Six. Yeah.
0: Like Levante was not kidding when he said no one's worried about ball security. In the preseason, <laughs> I just didn't realize it was our team, too.
1: <laughs>
0: it's everybody. Uh, we did get five of them back, yeah. So there's that, but you never want to see that many fumbles in a game. Good lord,
1: no, good lord, yeah. Uh, luckily for that, Gabbert fell on it, so we got that back. And then right after that, OJ Howard drops another pass right in his hands, it would have been a first down. And then Darden catches the ball, he was he was. He would have just if he would have just, he was like at the first down marker and if he would have just fallen down or fallen back a little bit he would have had the first down but instead he tried to run and, and he did a little a clip and they tackled him and he was short so then we go for it fourth and one Bernard up the middle boom we don't get it they get great field position I think that was like on the forty or something and that's this is when things started going a little bit. Uh ten, Tennessee's third offensive series starts with a short field. Uh they made a first down. They went for it on fourth and one on the six yard line, got a touchdown. Uh that was the one to uh 38, and that was on 52 Britt, our linebacker. Mm-hmm. He was just a step behind the guy. He read it well. He just he was a step behind the guy, and it was a great pass by Wood it was Woodside. So, anyhow, our our fourth offensive series, we go out there, Ryan Griffin's out there now.
0: He did not
1: look great. No, he didn't. He I mean, he, he threw some, he made some great decisions, but his balls just did not look good. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that.
0: <laughs> Were they not groomed or?
1: <laughs> we need to set him a, a manscaping kit. His, <laughs> uh, his passes, they, they looked very weak. Some of them fluttered. There was a couple end over ends. He was throwing some ducks. But that, yeah, you know, he threw some good, good passes too, but. Some of them just looked bad, very weak. He looked like he had a very weak arm, and uh, but he, he, you know, he made great decisions and he, he didn't get flustered, so that's good. Uh so anyhow, three and out on that series. So we're starting to not do good. We came out pretty decent. Now we're starting to make mistakes.
0: See, that is so weird because if you had asked me, I would have said Gabbert looked terrible, right? Uh, you know, Griffin wasn't really on my radar. I don't think any of them really looked that great. But to me, Gabbert did not look. Mm-hmm. That stood out to me more than how Brian Griffin looked.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't lay too much of this on the quarterbacks at all, really, because, you know, the receivers were just dropping balls right in their hands, left and right. Uh, okay, so in Tennessee, they got their fourth offensive series. Uh, they started on the Tennessee 37. Great field position. Uh, our tackling was horrible. They had two big runs, like 15 yards back-to-back. And uh, that put them in field goal range. Boom, kick it, 10-zip. You know, here we are, 10-37 in the second quarter, 10-zip. It's still a manageable game, though. Uh, our, our fifth offensive series, Griffin's still out there. He got one first down, then a third down down. Deep, beautiful pass to Scotty Miller, right in his hands. He caught the ball, but his foot stepped out of bounds. Oh,
0: and that he, was one of those grimy catches. Oh, I think that BA was talking about. He did beat that guy. He, yeah, he, he had a touchdown. Three steps in front of him. Yeah.
1: If he would have just stayed just, in bounds, mm-hmm. he caught the ball and he could have stepped his foot in bounds, but that one foot stepped out of bounds, and then he just veered out of bounds. It. I, I was so angry. I was like, Oh my god, that was a beautiful pass, beautiful play. Everything was perfect. Keep your feet in bounds, dude. Uh, So then we end up punting. So here it is. That's been three passes now. No, four for good yardage that our receivers have just totally screwed up. All right. So the fifth offensive series for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Woodside still in at quarterback. Uh 79 O'Connor with a great sack. I mean, he beat the mess out of 67 as a rookie Cole Banwart. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, Connor just whooped him. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and it just, I mean, it was almost straight to the quarterback. Connor did a, a nice little move. Boom. Got right by him. Quarterback dead. So three and out. They had to punt. So that's been what, three, four, three and outs they've had? Mm-hmm. You know, looking back on the game, you go, how, I don't remember that. It just seems like they were just beating us up the whole game. But, no, they didn't really do anything so far. Uh, So we had our sixth offensive series comes out, short field, Tennessee 44. Uh, Griffin is still his quarterback. O.J. Howard finally catches the ball.
0: Yay, O.J.
1: Yep, but then the very next play gets beat on a block.
0: (laughs) Oh, gives up the sack.
1: (laughs) Yep, Griffin gets blindsided. He fumbles it, recovered by Watford. And then Howard catches another ball, gets us in field goal range, 10-3, 329 in the second quarter. Okay, so then on the ensuing kickoff, we kick it. 80, their, their, their number one starter, Chester Rogers, still out there returning kicks. He gets a huge return, huge. I mean, it was like 60, 70 yards. And it was an ankle tackle by Payne. Remember that oh, the kicker yeah. just barely got him, <laughs> and
0: uh, but wasn't it called back? For exactly. A, yeah. And
1: this was a BS call. It was a call by the refs. Now with the kicker with the kicking, they've changed all kinds of rules. And you know, they did it a few years ago. And you can't double team, block anymore. You, you used to. You be you could like form a wedge. You can't even do that. Uh, now you can't even stand side by side with a guy. Now you can't even. Have two guys on one. Well, what happened with this guy is he kind of got caught up in the scrum and he they basically ran into him and it ended up being two guys blocking one of our guys. It had nothing to do with the play. It wouldn't have helped if he, you know, if the guy would have laid down and not blocked, it wouldn't have had anything to do. It was totally on the other side of the field. It's just one of those plays where you go, man, that's crap. You want to see good football, and that was good football. I mean, the Chester just blew a hole right in us, man. He, I mean, he it was a great run on him. It was horrible tackling on our part again. And, uh, you know, the refs just screwed that up. I, I was like – there was nothing the guy could have done. You know, they ran into him, basically. Uh, I, I guess what he could have done was just curled up in a ball. You know, because all he did was kind of just, you know – Blocked up a little bit, you know, just kind of was basically defending himself. And he got called for double-team block. Uh, So, anyhow, they get the ball. They're all, This is their sixth series now. Woodside's still out there. Uh, third and out. Three and out. Uh, great defensive play in that series. I mean, they didn't, they didn't move the ball. They're just like, bam, bam, bam. So then it's our ball again, seventh offensive series. We start on our 33. Not bad field position. Three and out. Uh, On third and three, this is the one where Bernard drops the ball. Third and three. Right in his hands, bounced right off. It was one of those where you're just like, what the – that's what we got you for, dude. (laughs) That was a really good pass. That was a great touch and everything. All right, so then Tennessee's they get their – uh seventh series. Fourteen, Matt Barkley comes out there. They start on their twenty-one, so this is bad field position for them, you know, a little bit. Uh they just ran the ball down our throat. Got the ball all the way up to the 43. 20 some yards. Uh trying to had a sack on that, that play. It was a pretty good one. Uh, but it should, he, that's the one where he, he grabs him by the ankle and he's holding him in the oh. Barkley threw the ball and it should have been a fumble because it came out of his hand.
0: Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah.
1: But they said they said they blew the whistle, which they didn't blow the whistle, and they said he was in the grasp. He wasn't in the grasp. Try and hit him by the ankle. He was standing he was perfectly standing up. And he, he threw the ball and it came out of his hand.
0: So what's the argument if he is in the grasp at that point it's, a sack. it's the sack already? He and right. he's down.
1: Right. But they didn't blow the whistle. So, you know. They just retroactively called it a sack. You know, it should have been a, a, a fumble. And we got the ball. But they, they blew the whistle and were like, no, 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 it was a sack. We, we decided that Tryon had him in his grasp. It he had his count. ankle. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, Tennessee got a 58-yard field goal. They were like, eh, let's just go for it. That just one
0: was so stupid.
1: Ugh. That is infuriating. So dumb. 58-yarder. How did we not block that, for one?
0: Nobody tried. That's why. And we
1: had uh, Darden in the end zone to, you know, if it would have came oh, short, he return. was going to return it out. <laughs> yeah, but It just it went right in. I it.
0: like that contingency plan, though. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, here we are. We're at, uh, it's thirteen three now with eight seconds left in the second quarter. We get the ball. We kneel. Okay, they come out. We kick it to them. It's the eighth offensive series for them, and they got a great special teams return by Tennessee. Uh, Kinsey's out there, number twelve, and uh, he got some great catches in this series. But uh, it was three and out again. What is that? Five, six, three and outs that Tennessee's had. You know, it. We played pretty good up to this point. We were just making simple mistakes, dumb mistakes. So, anyhow, we got our eighth offensive series. The Bucks are out there. This is when Trask comes out. We started on our six-yard line. Tanner Hudson had that weird catch. And
0: Which one was that?
1: This is the fumble return for a touchdown.
0: Oh, man. That was so infuriating. <sighs> okay, so they called it a catch, then a fumble, and then an se- a touchdown. Right. But... I didn't get to see the whole process. Like, to me, it okay, was it a catch? So, if it's a catch, at what point is he down? To me, Mm -hmm. the ball was already coming out before he was down. So, it didn't seem like it was a catch at all. Like, did he make the catch? To be a catch, you have to make a football move. Right. So, had he made a football move, and I guess... If he had, then it came out before he hit the ground, so I could see where that would be a fumble, but mm-hmm. I didn't see him complete the process of the catch.
1: Well, he caught the ball and he turned around and he took a step, maybe a step and a half going down the field, and he got a hit in the hip. And it jarred him sideways and the ball came out and got wedged in his in his uh between his bicep and his forearm. But it didn't move after that. I mean, he gripped it. So if you're going to say that's a catch, he landed, his elbow hit, and then the ball popped out. Okay. okay. So if it's a catch, like they're saying, catch and fumble, then he, he was, was down. down
0: when his elbow hit. Right. So it didn't come out before his elbow hit.
1: No. No, okay. it, it, it shifted and moved, but he retained possession of it. It didn't move after it moved initially.
0: And the ground cannot cause a fumble. The
1: ground didn't cause a fumble. No. he. So, it, you know, it's one of those weird ones where you're like, man, what do you call there? You know, first, was it a catch? Uh, that's completely debatable to me. You know, he, he got one step in, basically. You could say maybe one and a half step. But he got hit as soon as he caught the ball almost. You know and that's when the ball came loose so if you're gonna say it was a fumble you have to say it was a fumble from that point you see what I'm saying and yeah. if you're gonna say that's the where the fumble started then you have to say it wasn't a catch
0: right because he didn't complete the <laughs> process
1: right it's so, so it was just a cluster buck all the way around I mean yeah. it is but anyhow I, I think they made the wrong call it looked to me like he caught the ball it did move. But he retained possession of it all the way through to the ground, and then when he hit the ground, his elbow hit first. Right then, it should have been, you know, completed catch right there.
0: And that's what Ronde was saying on the broadcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was
0: pretty vocal about being unhappy about the call.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it didn't move after that. After it moved initially when he first got hit, he 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 pinched it between his bicep and his forearm, and it was just hanging there or sticking there. But he had control of it. And then when he hit the ground, he hit with that elbow, and that caused the ball to pop out. So, you know, that was just one of those weird fluke plays, and that like, guy happened. what do you do? Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the refs totally screwed it up. Uh, so right there, that's when this game got totally out of hand, man. I mean, it just <laughs> went stupid from there. Uh, so that made it 20-3 to in the third quarter, 12 2 uh, so then we get the ball again. This is our ninth offensive series. We move the ball about twenty yards and then punt it. Uh Tennessee, they get the ball, their ninth offensive series. They started on the twenty-five. Now Woodside's back in as quarterback. And on third and two, they got an offensive offensive encroachment or uh offsides uh, mm-hmm. encroachment in the neutral zone. Uh penalty on us, which gave them a first down. Uh then that's when uh, Fitzpatrick, number 10, got that long bomb from Woodside on 29 Wilcox. And that made it 27-3. Wilcox just screwed up on that. He he came running forward. The receiver shot past him and went, oh, crap. He turned around, tried to catch up with him, couldn't do it.
0: It seemed like he got burned a couple of times. Wilcox. Yeah. At 29.
1: Yeah. Did we release him? No. Okay. So it's 27-3. to 146 in the third quarter. Uh, Bucks' 10th offensive series. Trask is out there. Third and out. Three and out. Just We didn't do anything. Uh, Tennessee's 10th series, offensive series. Woodside's back out there at quarterback. They got a three and out. We got a sack on third down. That was Stewart. He come busted in. Stewart is somebody else. I didn't catch his number. Stewart's oh, the Viking.
0: I know. He like killed it.
1: Yeah, he was doing good.
0: Let me see. He got six tackles, six solo. Uh, a sack, a t- three TFLs, and one quarterback hit. He led the Damn, stat I'm... sheet on the defensive side of the ball.
1: Yeah, it's great. He didn't look tired too. We we were looking at that when he came out there. Where I was like, he's going to get tired. He's going to get tired, but he never did. Uh, yeah, and it was it was a good sack too. So you know, I like him. You know, he yeah. Can, and he He said
0: them. he might have secured himself a job.
1: Yeah, he plays with a lot of energy, man. I mean, he re- he really goes all out, and he's Mister Rele- Relevant. Last yeah. player picked in the draft. I, want, I want him to make the team.
0: I know. You know, You're I really do. He's a good personality, and you do. You feel like he plays hard. Yes. He's like trying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that was a third down sack. The third down sacks are extremely important. That's you know, the best time to get a sack.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so they ended up punting. We got our eleventh series on offense going in. Trask fumbles it. He's he's just scrambling. You know he he like does a bootleg out to the right, and as he's looking down the field, it, the ball just comes right out of his hand. And he just I don't know what it was. He just that was some Jameis Winston looking stuff there. He just dropped the ball basically. That was a silly fumble. Uh, it was recovered by the Bucks. So. Uh next play Trask throws to eighty five Mickens. Beautiful pass. <clears throat> if number twenty four from Tennessee wouldn't have been in the way, it hit him right in the back of the helmet. Uh. He was covering Mickens. And Trask throws it, hits him right in the back of the helmet, and uh, it bounces up in the air. He, w- I mean, the guy wasn't even looking. Yeah, you know, he, at- t- oh. he was looking at
0: Mickens or the Tennessee guy?
1: The Tennessee guy, number 24. He was looking at Mickens. And uh, yeah, it hits, hits 24 right in the back of the helmet and it pops up in the air. Tennessee intercepts it. You're like, oh my gosh, could, you know. <laughs> What in the world was that? Mm -hmm. You know, here you are, you're running around, you're dropping the ball on the ground, you're fumbling it when there's nobody hitting you, and then you throw the ball and hit the defender in the helmet, pops it up, interception. So anyhow, Tennessee gets the ball. This is their 11th offensive series. Uh, Barkley's back out there. So, you know, they're just swapping quarterbacks back and forth now. And uh, he throws it to Kinsey, number 12, for a touchdown. Uh, Nate Brooks was in coverage, number 38. Mm Mm-hmm. So he now, did get cut. Yeah. Yeah. And it was probably a good thing cuz he got burned quite a bit in this game. So now here it is, 11:03 in the fourth quarter. It's 34 to 3. It's just like we it just went just almost like
0: downhill a, like very quickly.
1: Very, very badly. Uh so then our 12th series, 12th offensive series, Trask is still out there. Sawyer Grayson with a great catch, deep uh number 15. Then uh, number twenty four, the one we got hit in the head by the pass. His name is Molden. He got a sack, mm-hmm. and then right the very next play, he got a tackle for a loss. <laughs> so he created an interception. He didn't really have much to do with that, but he was. It was very good coverage on his part. And then he gets a sack, and then he gets a tackle for a loss. You know, so.
0: Oh my gosh, his stats are ridiculous for this game. He had eight tackles, eight solo. A sack, two TFLs, a pass defense, and a quarterback hit.
1: Mm, dang. Like, wow. Wow. He might make their team. If okay. not, somebody needs to pick him up.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's going to make it. He was their third-round pick oh. this year in the draft. So he's a rookie.
1: So he's out there in the fourth quarter. Okay. Yeah. Got gotcha. you.
0: They're trying to get him some reps.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then uh, it's third and 20, right? We pick up 11 yards, and then we go for it. Fourth and nine. And
0: uh, I mean, we had to at that point. Yeah, thirty-four-three. Yeah.
1: You got you to just start chunking points it.
0: points on the board.
1: And and we did throw it through it to fifteen Grayson. It was a beautiful pass right off his hands. Would have been a first down. You're just like what? Zero. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't just him; it was everybody. Yeah. You know, Scotty Miller, uh, OJ Howard. Just I man, they just got to catch the ball. So then, the uh, Tennessee they start their twelfth offensive series. They start on the thirty-nine because we fourth downed it, and uh, they got a three and out. Then we get it's us, Bucks, thirteenth offensive series. We start on our seven. Ooh, yes,
0: I hate those. Those make me so nervous.
1: Yes, this is the one where Tanner Hudson lays out for a pass when he didn't need to. Don't know why he did this. I don't. I don't know why. You know, he he like jumped before the ball got there and kind of had to stretch out a little bit for it. Mm-hmm. Right off his hands. Right off his hands. Bounced right out of his hands, right into Tennessee's <coughs> hands interception. They returned it back to the 15-yard line. You know, it's just like, what? You know, it's not really great plays on their part. Tennessee didn't really do anything great we just doing, we're bouncing balls off of helmets and hands.
0: Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? can't do that. I, know. I mean, you're just popping it up, giving them the opportunity.
1: Yeah, and, but you got a hand at Tennessee. They were there. They took advantage of it, you know. But we were just shooting ourselves in the foot left and right. So anyhow, uh, the game pass, I want to say this real quick. It just sucks if you haven't, if, if you thought been thinking about subscribing to it don't yet until they get this stuff worked out they, they've they totally removed they used to have an option where you could slow-mo it you could you could press a button and it would play in slow motion they've removed that it's gone so now you have to pause, play, play pause, play pause, play and that's what I did with this Tanner Hudson because I'm, I was like what is he doing why did he jump while the ball was still in the air you know what I'm saying I mean it was like to trash threw the ball and almost as soon as he threw it Tanner's jumping. You know, so he he miscalculated. And when the ball was in with reach of him, he had to stretch out for it, and it bounced right off his hands. Oh, I get I just get angry thinking about all this. So, anyhow, uh, Tennessee, their thirteenth offensive series. They start off on the fifteen. Uh, Woodside's back in as quarterback. Uh, they go for it on fourth and three. We kept them, but and uh they go for it on fourth and 3 at about our 7 and we stopped them. So, that was good. Actually a tackle for a loss. So then we get the ball back. It's 14th series for us. With Trask is still out there in quarterback. We're starting in our 7. Uh we advance the ball. We're moving the ball down the field. We got to the 50. And then uh 83 TJ Simmons dropped a pass on third down. So then we tried a 67-yard field goal.
0: Oh, poor Bradley. That Which, was on Pinyon. They put Pinyon out there. That was
1: Pinyon that they did? Yeah. I guess because he's got a strong leg. Well, oh, B.A. said that.
0: that he had made that during practice. So they wanted to see it. They were like, yeah, hey, let's just try it.
1: <laughs> that would have been not a record because it's not a regular season game, but it would have been a record for something, I'm sure, 67 yards. Anyhow, that was the end of the game. They get the ball, they kneel it down. So. Thirty-four and three. That was it. Yeah. Just an ugly game. It was ugly. Now there was some good stuff to it. O'Connor, great. Stewart, great. Hamilton, good. Offensive line looked good. Kappa gave up that one sack that was just really weird. He looked lost. Spun around. Like he he was like looking for somebody. It was almost like he went, I'm supposed to block a guy, but there's nobody here to block, so maybe he's sacking the quarterback, so he, like, turned around to look, and that's when the guy he was supposed to block just ran right past him. Very strange. Yeah. But overall, I think our offensive line looked pretty good. Depth looked all right.
0: Well, that's promising.
1: Yeah, it was all right.
0: Um, I think the biggest thing to take away from this is that, like, we're not going to have to rely on all these guys to be start- – like, I feel like our – The purpose of our depth is to fill in when, if and when, God forbid, anybody gets hurt. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, I'm thinking of uh, the linebacker core, Kevin Minter, um, Ross Cockrell. Like, we have good depth already, Mm -hmm. and the guys out here... During the Tennessee game, it was not those guys. So we're looking at, like, third string. You know, like outside linebacker we got try on.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, Golston didn't play. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I think McClendon did, like, two, three snaps maybe.
0: Yeah. So the guys we're looking at here are not. I think they're all, one, very raw. Mm Mm-hmm. But two, they're not guys who are probably going to see a ton of playing time, even should they make the roster. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of time to develop. Yeah. Should we need them. Yes. So I concur. I would like to see better special teams play, though. Yeah. So I think, you know. If any of them are trying to make the case that they deserve a roster spot, special mm-hmm. teams is where you do it. Yeah. And we're not seeing it there.
1: Yeah, we didn't have anybody stand out on special teams. And when we say special teams, we're talking about tackling and blocking on punt and kicking. Yeah,
0: turns. NBA even brought up how bad the tackling was on special teams. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which we, you know, that was our problem last year. Yeah. All year. Yeah. And it wasn't really a problem so much as it just, we weren't elite. Or above mm-hmm. average at that, you know. Like, we, we might be even be a little below average on special teams, you know. Which is there's nothing else on our team that's like that. So that's I our know. that's our weakness. Close. And if you're going to have a weakness, that's the one to have. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I am looking forward to see how the starters do next week. I think that's going to be a better gauge for what we're looking at in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And frankly... None of our starters are ever going to play like this. So I'm not concerned. I don't know about you. Uh, I don't expect another game like this.
1: Yeah, we had problems last year with our receivers uh, not catching the balls. Mm
0: -hmm. Sure.
1: But uh, I'm hoping this year. I mean, yeah, you're not going to see this type of mess for sure. (laughs) Not with our starters. All right, you got some news for us?
0: I do. Let's see. All right, so Sunday, the Buccaneers waived four players from the roster outside linebacker Quentin Bell, which I found very interesting considering he played – This weekend, and Mm -hmm. I thought him and Cam Gill were probably duking it out. And Cam Gill hasn't really played Mm -hmm. uh, this preseason. He Quentin Bell he didn't really rack up any stats this week. He had two tackles.
1: Yeah, he he didn't look anything spectacular, and he was going up. He he came in late in the game. He was going up against the third four stringers.
0: Yeah, so that was probably a good indication that he was on the bubble. Mm -hmm. I'm just a little surprised given that Cam Gill has been injured, yeah. I thought Quentin Bell might have had a better shot.
1: They they might have gave him Quentin Bells, you know, more time uh <clears throat> you know, for the roster. You know, kept him on the roster, but I think watching Stewart they went, Okay, we want to keep this guy, so we gotta get rid of somebody that we didn't expect uh, to get rid of. Gotcha. This soon, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh safety Nate Brooks mm-hmm. got cut. I liked him the first week. I felt like he was there a lot But you said this week he kind of got burned So, mm-hmm. Wide receiver T.J. Simmons That drop I guess cost him his job And then safety Lawrence White Who I don't even I remember seeing his jersey Because it's White the fourth And it was just a little you know It stood out to me because mm-hmm. of Devin White But I don't recall any plays That he made
1: yeah.
0: So we lost those four And then also running back Troy Mayne Pope He's been injured all week. They waived him with an injury designation. And those moves bring us down to the 80-man roster, which we have to be at, I think, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went from 85 to 80. However, today we signed tackle Jonathan Hubbard. Uh, so some more offensive line depth. Not really sure why. And Greg Allman tweeted that he played at Northwestern State and then was on the Dolphins practice squad last year. So, we got some more depth there.
1: What was his name?
0: Uh, Hubbard. Jonathan Hubbard. John.
1: I don't even see him listed anywhere.
0: (laughs) Well, we just added him today. So, that's probably why. All right. So, in... Um, practice today. They returned to practice. Center Robert Hainsey was practicing, so he's missed a lot of training camp and the first two preseason games, but he's coming back, and B.A. thinks that he'll be able to play on Saturday against the Texans, so I'd like to see what he's got going on. Um... Players that did not practice today include Cyril Grayson, center John Mulchen, uh Cam Gill still, Jordan Whitehead, and then Cam Brait did not. And then they also excused Carlton Davis, Steve McClendon, and Ndamukong Su from practice. So I think they got like Veterans Days today. And they were practicing inside. They had shoulder pads and shorts on today. So, Tuesday through Thursday, they'll have late morning practices. And then Friday, they have off. Saturday, we will play the Texans. So, I get well, actually, I guess Friday, they'll probably travel to, to, or to Houston. Because we're playing away that game. And then the big news that came out on Sunday was that Mike Vrabel tested positive for COVID. Mhm. And I just panicked when that happened because we oh. all saw the pictures of him in the golf cart with BA on the sideline yucking it up with Tom Brady. Mhm. And I'm like, "Oh my god, but BA said today they're monitoring the situation, but they don't really have any cause for concern at this point. So, uh, Greg Amman was saying, you know, Vrabel well was around BA, but probably no more than five minutes at a time. So,
1: <laughs> so now goalpost is shifting again.
0: I guess.
1: I guess. I I thought that if you came in contact with anybody that had...
0: Right, but I think close contact is, you know, 15 minutes or more, relatively
1: close.
0: That's what the CDC guidelines say.
1: Yeah, but what does the NFL guidelines say? Right, right. I thought that, like, if you... I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. As long as we're good, I'm good.
0: Yeah, for now, we're good. So...
1: For now? Oh, yeah. They might get test positive. Wouldn't that be something? Ooh, I'll be furious.
0: Yeah, I know. Exactly. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. But for now, they don't have any cause for concern. And BA said they're touching base with the league to see if there's anything else that you know, the team needs to be doing hmm. in the meantime. So hmm. I
1: don't know if you noticed, but uh, uh, Tryon changed his name. His last name, his name played on his jersey. is now Tryon Shoyinka. And it's it's pronounced strange. It's oh, like, it is. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's not Shoyanka like it's. Oh. Like it says. I
0: wonder
1: how we say it. No, no. We'll they figure.
0: said it in the broadcast, but I forgot to pay attention. So. Yeah,
1: and that's when I went. That's not how that's spelled. I know. <laughs> but he did that to, uh, for because of his dad, right? His dad's last name is yeah. Okay. All right. I we thought got that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Give the dad some love. We had the uh, top 10 unveiling, or the top, yeah, the top 10 unveiling coming up, NFL top 10.
0: Well, well, they released the 40 through 11. So mm-hmm. we got those, and then they released the top 10, but not in that order.
1: Right. So Tom Brady's in the top 10. We know that. We just yeah. don't know what position he's in. He's the only Buccaneer in the top 10.
0: Well, We
1: just won the Super Bowl.
0: I know, but like. All the top 10s, mostly quarterbacks. Is there anyone who's not a quarterback in the top 10?
1: Yeah. Who? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. And.
0: Yeah, he shouldn't be in the top 10. What are they doing?
1: Where is the list? Here's the list. Hold on. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there there's quite a few on the top 10 that I was like, what? I mean, how was Gronkowski not in the top NFL 100? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Absolutely.
0: Just, you are correct.
1: Insanity.
0: But we should mention Devin White got number 28,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: that is just, I was yeah. I was surprised, like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I'm glad that he's getting the looks. And, you know, I almost feel like he's got such a huge personality, too. hmm And... I think with Levante, like that might have been a yeah. reason why he hasn't gotten the recognition over the years is because mm-hmm. he's so calm and quiet and he's reserved. not yet yeah, yeah. reserved. He's not as in your face as mm-hmm. Devin White. So that's probably yeah. part of the reason that he hasn't gotten the love that Bucks fans know he should have gotten.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that's how you knew back when these NFL things started coming out NFL one hundreds that they were just BS because Devontae Davis was never on him.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like,
1: what? It's kind of like the Pro Bowl. You're like, how in the world? He's got mm-hmm. better stats than Luke Kuechly every year, but yet Luke Kuechly's going to this Pro Bowl. It's like, yeah. What? Yeah. So yeah, here's the top ten. These are the guys Devontae Adams, Josh Allen, Tom Brady. Okay,
0: Josh Allen, that is just <laughs> nonsense. Are you no, no. people serious? It's
1: it's insane. Well, they did go 13 3, so you know it's all him.
0: No. Uh
1: Tom Brady. Aaron Donald these are not in order these are just the top 10 that are going to be announced Aaron Donald Derrick Henry DeAndre Hopkins Travis Kelsey in the top 10
0: I could see top 20
1: Patrick Mahomes Aaron Rodgers and T.J. Watt so you know
0: okay T.J. Watt is there there's only four quarterbacks name.
1: there's only four quarterbacks uh,
0: yeah that's absurd Devontae Adams
1: right yeah yeah. Come on. Shaquille Barrett's down there at 88. You know, and they're they're giving these guys, you know, and TJ Watts in the top 10. That's, we won the Super Bowl guys. <laughs> you know, let's not forget that. Saying uh, that's good though. Let them, let them sleep on us. I don't care. I agree. It'd be nice to have the recognition, but we can win it again without the recognition. Give us a chip on our shoulders. That's how I like it. So, we have eight guys that made the top NFL top 100. It's seven or eight. I can't remember.
0: I think seven.
1: Well, I counted seven, but then I skipped Devin White. Oh. Yeah. So it might be eight. And I'm not going to sit here and count them. So it's seven or eight guys. So, you know, that's not bad. But the highest one we got besides Tom Brady is Devin White at 23. 28. 28. So can't be too upset about that. Falcon.
0: And Devin White is so young, too. Yeah, he's
1: going to be on the so same it's forever. So like,
0: now that he's broken the list, he's probably going to be on there for a mm-hmm. long time.
1: Yes. Uh, Falcons backup quarterback, A.J. McCarron, is out for the season. Torn ACL in his right knee.
0: Who did they play? Was it from the game on Saturday?
1: Don't know. I didn't watch it.
0: Me neither. Hmm. That'll be a follow-up.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, The Saints have signed veteran safety Jeff Heath. Uh, Heath led the Raiders with interceptions last year with three. They also signed kicker Aldrick Rosas. Oh. Yeah. With Will Lutz uh, sidelined.
0: Yeah, well, they had uh, Marr that they signed, M-A-H-E-R. And I recognize the name because I had him one year in fantasy. I think he used to play for the Texans maybe. So they had signed him once Will Lutz announced that he was going to have that groin surgery, but maybe there, it just sounds like there's a kicking competition in New Orleans. Yay.
1: Yay. <laughs> a quarterback competition, a yes. kicker competition.
0: Well, yeah. and then, you know, they signed that safety. Their defensive backfield has just been a mess. I think that they. Earlier, there were reports that they were trying to trade for a corner, and then they had Patrick Robinson retire. So,
1: yeah, yeah, they have I, a, I think they, they have a lot you. of
0: holes to fill. Yeah, that's
1: what she said. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm not upset about any of that, but one thing I am upset about it is Larry Fitzgerald looks like he might be retiring. I know this has nothing to do with I think the Bucks, that but. that
0: was. And I think he made that announcement like a long time no. ago in the off season. No. Are you sure? Yeah, he
1: was just talking on the radio. Yeah, no, he's still with the Cardinals. Oh yeah. He he's a starter for the Cardinals. And he said on the radio that he didn't really feel like playing this year. Mm-hmm. And It's kind of shocked everybody. But the reason why I brought this up cuz we talk about <clears throat> you know the dropped passes the Buccaneers have been experiencing. DeAndre Hopkins never drops a pass. You know, Mr. Sticky Hands. But Larry Fitzgerald. Somebody said Larry Fitzgerald has more career tackles than he does drops. What? Yeah. That's amazing. If it's true.
0: That. Yeah. That's remarkable.
1: It is remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Wow. He just never drops a ball, but him right. and Jandra Hopkins, they are you can get it anywhere near them it's theirs. Um uh, Let's see, we've got uh a little bit more news here. One more thing. Nope, that's it. Okay. That is it.
0: We're doing pretty good on time too, huh?
1: Yeah, it's right at an hour. What? Woohoo.
0: We're like professionals or something.
1: Well, we we'd say that if we would got this podcast out about twelve hours ago. When we, when we, we were supposed to. to, to. <laughs>
0: originally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, uh we're gonna have one out Wednesday, guys, and we're gonna talk about the news and all that good stuff, and probably get into the next preseason game a little bit. But that'll be Friday is when we really break that game down and give our awesome, awesome predictions for the score. It'll re- definitely
0: be closer this time. Yeah, well, I hope so.
1: I, I definitely I – nobody saw Tennessee but they're beating us like that. But, you know, they, they beat Atlanta –
0: yeah, you know, Atlanta
1: didn't score a touchdown.
0: Right, but what hurts is thinking that we're in the same caliber. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Atlanta, I'm like, I don't want to.
1: I don't want to consider that. Is it we suck or Tennessee was good? You know, uh, I'm going with we just really shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me after the second viewing, for sure. So, <laughs> hang in there, guys. It was very. It really hurt. We you we were watching that game, and by halftime, we were just like, "Man, it's been a long time since we felt this way." I know. It's been almost a year. The last time we felt that way was week twelve last year.
0: Okay, all right. That's yeah. the last time
1: we lost a game.
0: Okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't. I mean, I guess we lost one like that to New Orleans. That one hurt pretty bad. Oh gosh, yeah,
1: that Thursday. I think it was Thursday that night game. That
0: probably hurt the oh. most. Yeah, that was a horrible one. They
1: just whooped us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anyhow, hopefully the refs will get better this year. They're in their preseason slump. Hopefully, Not we'll get better this year. On
0: it. <laughs> we will certainly be better this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: No yeah. Doubt. Remember, guys, These this was our second string, played a little bit, but it was mainly third and fourth string guys out there. And, you yeah, know, it is what it is. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time.
0: Go, Buck.